So hello, everyone. This is Otessa, and you are listening to Conversations with Hysterical Women. That's Women with an X, the Hysterical Women podcast, where you are all welcome here, friends, allies, everywhere across the rainbow, across the binary. I'm just really glad to have you be here. And this is meant to be a safe space to explore all of the weird things that life throws at us and all of the different ways in which we can be twisted and torn asunder, but also all the different ways that we can come back together. So thank you for listening, and I'm glad that you're here and going to be cheesy, but comment, like, subscribe. Hmm. But nonetheless, yeah, um, studying psychology has really helped me um, with extending grace and working with people. Absolutely. So are there any pieces of advice that you would offer to other people who are perhaps trying to figure out how to be more conscious of being understanding of people's experiences outside of themselves um, that can allow them to be more gracious? Yeah, from my experience, um, I would say you have to get outside of yourself and realize that everything is not about you. Yeah. Um, everything that you may find offensive, every behavior that's done to you, it, it, it's not always about you. Sometimes it is, but then probably more times it's not. Yeah. Um, one thing I learned from a, from my pastor a while ago is, you know, he would always say, you know, somebody else's stuff is not for you to manage. That's for them to manage. Mm-hmm. So you just have to. That's well said. Yeah. Not carry somebody else's baggage because you have your own baggage. And um, also realize that everybody is, again, because of, you know, your, your varying and where you come from and your experiences, we're all molded different. So you have to understand that everybody is not like you. Mm-hmm. And um, if you encounter somebody who has like some serious off the wall behavior, you have to understand that that that's not just because there's a reason for it, whether yeah. it's um, a, a condition or a disorder or some kind of trauma, there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. And again, that doesn't make it right. But when you you know, come out of yourself and you begin to just realize that, okay, you have a lot of, a lot of suffering in this world. You Mm -hmm. have a lot of pain. You have a lot of sickness. I don't know what makes this person like that. A good example is a couple of years, a few years ago, um, my mom works at a doctor's, a doctor's office. And one of the patients cussed her out. He was so belligerent. He was so just rude. People get out of control out in the doctor's control. office. But he called back and he apologized huh. and said, I just found out I got diagnosed with cancer. Oh. Again, that doesn't make his behavior right. But when you begin to think, okay, it was not about my mom. He didn't have nothing personal against her. This man just found out that he could possibly be dying. So that helped her you know, like, wow, it's not just about me. You never know what other people are going through. So again, yeah. I, I can't stress enough. It doesn't make it right. I'm not excusing the behavior. But when you just think about, okay, this person is like this, like people, people do what they do for a reason. I think it's a reason. Mm-hmm. And that's also that helped me to not be judgmental because people do what they do for, it's, it's for a reason. That's something I totally need to work about. Uh, me work too. on myself about. <laughs> me, me too. Is, um, and it's funny too, because, um, when we think about like solipsism or being egocentric, I feel like there's a particular archetype that comes to mind, right? Like of someone who's like a megalomaniac or something like that. But then there's also the sense of when bad things happen or if someone pops off at you, um, 
I can be super, super egotistical and think that it was all about me. Me too. And what did I do? And, me too. And, and forgetting that, me like, too. that person has an entire life exactly. outside of me. And maybe something <laughs> happened that day. Like, that person received really scary news. Mm-hmm. And maybe it had not, like, very little to do with me. <laughs> and I'm not that important. You know what I mean? But I can just go into this anxiety loop. And I do, I do it a lot. And Rumination. it's really, yeah, that's, that's a polite way to put it. It's like, it's like a really bad anxiety loop that is totally egotistical and, yeah. where I'm like, it's all about me. I did. And it's like, it might be about you or it might be that this human being has their whole entire life outside of you. That is so true. And you might've just brushed up against something that was a bruise or a wound or you might have caught them at the bad time, um, but it might not all be about you. That is so true, and I'm going to share this. And I'm, I'm embarrassed because this is probably one of the worst things I've done in my life, and I am so like I felt so bad. But it was again a learning. Every mistake yeah. to me. If, okay, so in life we make so many mistakes, and every mistake. Excuse me, it's just a step for us to ascend, to climb mm-hmm. higher and get better. Yes, absolutely. So this is just one of those many mistakes that I've made in life. So um, me and my sister went to Georgetown to see Endgame. Mm-hmm. We called a lift ride home. I get in the car. Because this is a pet peeve of mine. Is I hate when I speak to people and they don't speak back. Mm-hmm. And that's petty. Because, again, it's not just it's not all about you. But that's something that, you know, that, that night taught me something. But I we got in the car. So you I, said hello? I, I said hello. hello I back. said hello. And um, he was totally silent with, like, a stone face. Was he I hard of hearing? Was... But I thought okay. he was being rude. So I was Yeah, like... because when you say hello and if someone doesn't acknowledge you, yeah, that's, it... that's a lack of manners. Right. It wasn't, like, it wasn't a smile. It was just, like, a stone face. And I'm like, well, I, I said something slick. I was like, you, you know, you can't speak or something. And my sister was like, I think he's deaf. I was like, oh. I felt so, I was like, God, forgive me. I felt, Otessa, I felt so bad. And then my sister was knowing home. She's like, that is so rude. I was like, you know what? I, I get it. But, and I apologize. I wrote in his letter and everything, I apologize. But again, something I, because I've always taken things a little personal, it had nothing to do with me. The man could, he was hard of hearing. Yeah. I'm telling you, I've had so many experiences that have humbled me in life, and I've just learned so much. Like, it's not always about you. He didn't hear me. Yeah. He wasn't being rude. He didn't hear me. And had I, at that moment, had I extended grace and realized that it's not about Diana, everyone's not out to get you, then I would have, you know, I, I could have just let that slide. But, you know, I died. You know, you can't speak. Well, actually, he's he's deaf, so he didn't hear you. I was like, oh. That was one of those really harsh awakening moments. But I'm glad that it happened because it taught me a lesson. And I can assure you the next time I speak to someone, if they yeah. don't speak back, cool. Yeah. Because I don't know, they could be having a bad day. Maybe they didn't hear me. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Well, you handled that very, 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 very well. I felt Because most people don't apologize. Like, let's be very real. Well, that's true. Like there that's is making true. a miss, there's making a misstep or misinterpreting a situation, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's having the ability to come to terms with the fact that you did that, mm-hmm. right? And then maybe you misconstrued signs, and then apologizing. 
Yeah, that's one thing I do, um, I will say about myself, is I do feel conviction. I feel yeah. it heavy, too. <laughs> like, it, it when I, yeah. And if that's, like, one of the worst things you've ever done, like... Yeah, yeah. I think that we can, st- like, I would feel comfortable starting the petition to canonize you. I think it takes seven, <laughs> I mean, like, that would be far in the future, so yeah. I'd have to put it online. But, yeah, no, if that's one of the worst things you've ever done. Because that is, that is a pet peeve. You say hello to someone, and they ignore you. It's just not manners. Right. Right? Like, we're taught to acknowledge each other. And being seen and being acknowledged is a big deal. Yeah. So if someone doesn't acknowledge you, that yeah, that is the way that we're taught. That's a slight. And especially with customer service, if I'm paying for something or if you're providing mm-hmm. a service, then you, you know you, you shouldn't be rude. But again, yeah. in case the guy wasn't being rude, he just couldn't hear me because he was deaf. But you apologize. I apologize. And I also listened to my sister. I was like, you, didn't the app tell you that? Like, the app why does tell you. Why didn't you tell me that? Yeah. You know, but it's it was cool because it was a learning moment then. Yeah. And something I'll never forget, so it's all good. Yeah. Mm. I'm a work in progress. <laughs> well, we all are. We all are. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, your sister probably should have told you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no offense to your right, sister. Right. Like, well, but I'm was... like, that's one of those moments where I'm like, why didn't you tell me? Oh, when, or like interject when I. <laughs> when we got out of the car, I was like, didn't the app tell you that? Why didn't you say it? Yeah. Oh, I was so mad. Oh, but my gosh. Like, well, that was rude. And you should. I was like. <laughs> I know, oh. I know, but you yeah. should have told me, but yes, it was rude, but I don't, you know, hey, leave me alone, but yeah. But you, you acknowledge the situation. Oh, I acknowledge and my stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and that's, uh, comes with the maturing. When I'm wrong, I, I don't mind mm-hmm. acknowledging my stuff. Like, I can admit that that was messed up, and yeah. I apologize, and I'll try not to do it again. And that's a big deal, because we will all be wrong, frequently. We will be wrong. But having the ability to recognize and apologize is something that I think a lot of people lack, sadly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm I'm going to continue to fail through the rest of my life. And the only thing <laughs> yeah. that I can hope is that I learn from my failings. Exactly. Well, going back to your and question. And fail faster. Exactly. I'm going to call it that. I like that. Fail faster. Yeah. Yeah. So recover from my failure. Acknowledge my misdeeds or my misunderstandings. Apologize where apologies are due. Right. And hopefully just go through that situation faster. Exactly. And that takes some ego death, which is hard for some folks. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, you were going to say something though. Yeah, but going back to your question about, so how do you find a balance? You know, you don't want to extend too much mm-hmm. grace, but you also don't want to be paranoid like I was to the point where everyone's kind of questionable because that's not, that's not healthy. That's not real. Um, there's, okay, so when it comes to extending grace, I've had some events in my life that really have helped me come to this awakening. So there's a difference. So I, I, I'm going to refer to faith just because that's such a big part of my yeah. life. and. You know, there's a difference, they say, between committing a sin versus being committed to sin. Mm. That translates to every area in life. Yes. There's a difference between somebody who messes up and apologizes and strives to do mm-hmm. better versus somebody who's just reckless and they're being yeah. redu- it's redundant. They're doing the same thing over and over. For example, if you have a bad day and snap at me and you say, you know, I'm so sorry, I apologize. You you were having a bad day. You apologize. It's fine. But when you have a person who's always condescending, who's always rude in their tone, that's the difference. That that person you should probably back away from. Yeah. But the person who had a bad day, extend grace. That's not their that's not their character. Yeah. So I think that, you know, when you're looking at a person, that's what you need to definitely pay attention to. Whether is this something that they do, like is this a habitual thing? They yes. do it all the time. 
are they habitually nasty? Are they like an habitual habitual liar? Is it like ingrained in their character, or mm-hmm. do they just have moments? Because everybody has moments. Yeah, that that's that's definitely helped me to um, whether okay, we're still tight. Nothing's changed. Versus, uh, I need to kind of back off because this stuff with you is like it's habit. Yeah, like lifestyle. <laughs> that's powerful, though. The difference between committing a sin and being committed to sin. I learned that's that real. When I was about 20, 21, 20, when I was first getting into church, I went, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's something that my pastor taught me. But that translates to every area in life. Like yes. if you have a person, they're doing it over and over and over and over, then there can't be much remorse if they keep doing the same thing over and over. Yeah. Versus one time, you know, they apologize, but they never do it again. But then also, it depends on what that one time is, too. That's, yeah. Because someone puts a gun in my head one time. Oh. That's going to be the last time. <laughs> That's yeah. the first and last time, so. Yeah. Yeah. There is a saying that I've also gravitated towards, which I think helped me, especially with my anxiety looping, which is that you cannot control other people. You can only control your reactions to them. That's And that's helped me. And I, that is something that I need to get a lot better at. So you're really good at that. Oh, so no, I'm glad no, that we're no, having no. this conversation. Oh, man. I'm well, you're talking to behavior. someone who's really bad at it. But, so <laughs> I'm like, okay, you're Obi-Wan, but okay, Obi-Wan, you're like, no, 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 there's the whole force. <laughs> well, here's the thing with me. Here's the thing with Diana, because everyone, yeah. I've, I've always been really good at managing my behavior. Mm-hmm. My entire life, even all through school, I rarely got in trouble. And mm-hmm. if it was trouble, it was something really silly or something someone else did. I was never yeah. the one to start stuff. So my behavior, I've always been really good at controlling my behavior. I've always been really bad at internalizing. Mm-hmm. So you might not see it manifest in my behavior, but, but my thinking, my thing, oh, renewing my mind is something I have to do daily with a lot of prayer because it's, how so? Rumination. Okay. And I've got so much better. But for example, um, like when I was in middle school, if someone says something stupid that I don't like to me, if they insult me, I will let that play in my head all day long. I will let that one thing just ruin my entire yeah. day. And I've gotten better as it, as, as I've gotten. And I think it's just, we all have something that we struggle with and that's mm-hmm. just been my thing. But it, it has gotten better since I've gotten older. But, um, but just coming out of rumination... And not thinking that way is something that I'm constantly, it's a constant process. Yeah. And you find the prayer helps you with that? No, absolutely. I've gotten so much better over the years. There's no way I can, I, me and my own natural self, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want to know, oh my God, like people don't even know. Well, that's another thing. You mm-hmm. Like don't judge your insides by other people's outsides. Exactly. That's you very true. You never know. Exactly. You never know. But also at the same time. Do be cautious. Do be cautious, absolutely. Because that, you can go too far with that, and then you can end up being hurt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, rumination. Oh, I mean, earlier. Okay, so just FYI, everyone, earlier today, I was I was just anxiety looping real hard. I'd been doing it all night, and then I brought, I brought it in today, it's and then struggle. I unloaded on you, and I apologize for that. And there is a point where it, like, I realize that I need to process, right? And I will try to process on my own. And sometimes I need other people to help me process because I'm just having such a trouble with it. But I also need to recognize that there is a point at which I've stopped. You know, I need to stop. That 
Um, you know, that it's not going to do me any favors if I keep going. That I've done it. I've looped. Like, okay. I know, right? That's like, it. You're, you're looping. Like, you're just like... Exactly. So for like... mindfulness, right. prayer, all of these exercises, like tracking what they are for you is really helpful. And it yeah. could be a combination of things, like depending on how, like I know that going for a, a quick walk or doing like breathing exercises, things like that. Sometimes I got to do all of them because I'm a hot mess, you know, but all of these things, yes. all of these mindfulness, all of like, and another one that I find really helpful is um, uh, meditations on gratitude. Absolutely, yeah, meditation Meditation is key. In fact, let me show you because I have to, I'm very visual, so I have to keep the... Let's hear it. But um, it says, fix your thoughts on what's true, honorable, right, and pure. So I have to, I have to, cause it takes, and it's not just us, it's humans in general. It takes effort to think positive. Like I, yeah. don't, I think it takes effort. Like it's not, um, it does. It, it takes effort. It takes effort. You just, train your brain. 